The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. If God said to you, you could get one prayer answered, what would it be? You, you can choose one thing, anything you want, what would that one thing be? Psalm 27, David declares in his prayer what his one thing is. He says in Psalm 27 verse 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. I think it is wonderful to observe that the one thing David wanted, David got. And what was that one thing? He desired to worship God all the days of his life. He desired to, to end his journey in fellowship with the Lord. And if you study the life of David, though we immediately think of David as this 17-year-old young man standing in the valley of Elah and being mightily used of God, uh, to take out Goliath, I would remind you that that's not the whole of David's story. In fact, most of his story comes as an old man uh, living in the presence of God, even working through his own failures and sins and finding fellowship with God again. God answered his prayer. You know, you can tell a lot about a person by the desire of their heart. Uh, you remember that David's son Solomon had such an opportunity. God said, you choose one thing. What do you want? And Solomon said, I want wisdom. And God said, well, because you chose that one thing, then I'm going to give you all the other things you could have asked for. Be careful what you want. Be careful what you wish for. And be careful what you ask for. I ask again, what would your one thing be? Now, we don't know exactly when Psalm 27 was written, but you can surmise. As a matter of fact, if you read through these 14 verses, there are some little keys. For example, he says in verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. So David is writing at some period of time when the enemy has come against him. In verse 3, he says, Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Obviously, David's not writing this expression that he desires the presence of God when he's sitting in his palace surrounded by lots of comfortable things. Perhaps he's in a cave fearing for his life. He's on the run from the enemy. He's been forsaken even from those who love him best. They're not at hand. In verse 10, he says, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. I'm telling you, David wrote Psalm 27 when he was in distress and duress when he was struggling, he says in verse 13, I had fainted unless I'd believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now what does this say to us? It says to us that in the hardest times of life, the one thing you need is the presence of God. Sometimes the thing we're seeking and the thing we're praying for is not our greatest need. Sometimes what we want is relief. We just want escape. We want an emergency exit from our circumstances. But in Psalm 27, David doesn't ask for that. David instead asked for one thing. You see, 
The great peace and blessing in life is not in the absence of trouble, it's in the presence of God. It's not in the enemies going away or his father or mother coming back. It is not in uh, all the blessings that are bestowed around. Rather, it is in learning to hide yourself in God's presence. There is a place of perfect rest near to the heart of God. A place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. That's what the hymn writer wrote. There is a place where you can find joy and peace in God's presence no matter what's going on around you. Someone said sometimes God calms the storm and sometimes He calms me. Well, I think in Psalm 27, God did not choose to calm all of the waves and the storm around David. Instead, He gave him peace. He spoke to his heart, peace be still. May I tell you, that's the greatest kind of peace. It's not the calm after the storm, it's calm in the midst of the storm. So listen to David's prayer again, Psalm 27 verse 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord. All through Scripture this expression, one thing, is found. For example, the Lord Jesus said of the uh, woman that sat at His feet, of Mary, uh, that she had chosen the best part. Uh, what was the, the best part? It was one thing. It was just worshiping God. Uh, the man who was healed said in John 9.25, I don't know all about who this man is, but one thing I know, whereas I was blind, now I see. Uh, Paul wrote in Philippians 3.13, This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. One thing, one thing, one thing. What if we could boil all of life down to one thing? What would that one thing be? Well, I think David's one thing is actually a revelation of the one thing that's needed in all of our lives, and that one thing is worship. Listen again to the words of Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that, number one, I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. So number one, I want to live in the presence of God. Are you living in the presence of God today? That's God's desire for every one of us. Now, that presence is not found simply in a church building. No, that presence can be found anywhere for the Lord said He would never leave you and He would never forsake you. God's not bound by geography. David, the God who is God in the temple is God in the cave. The God who is God in the palace is God in the wilderness. And God wants you to live today in His presence. I'm thinking of another famous psalm of David and the way it ended in Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We know we're going to dwell in God's presence someday, but friend, you can dwell in God's presence today. And so the one thing was that he would live in the presence of God. Then he goes on to say, to behold the beauty of the Lord. This gets even more personal. Not only am I there, but I see His glory. I see His goodness. I am beholding His beauty. You know, there is nothing in this world more beautiful than God. In fact, every true beauty in this world is simply a reflection of the beauty of the Creator, the beauty of God Himself. I'm afraid sometimes we're enamored by earthly beauties simply because we've not gotten a glimpse of the heavenly beauty. We're enamored by the pleasures of this world because we've not thought enough about the pleasure of being in God's presence. And so David said, the one thing I want is I want to be in His presence and I want to behold His beauty. Where do we see God's beauty? Well, we see His beauty in creation. We can see His beauty all around us. But primarily, we get a glimpse of the beauty of the Lord in His Word, through His truth. God reveals Himself in Scripture. If you want to live in His presence and behold His beauty, get in the Word today. 
Open your Bible. Read the Scriptures. Let God speak to you and reveal Himself to you. And that will lead you then to the next part of verse number 4 and to inquire in His temple. You see, when you get in His presence and you get a glimpse of His beauty as He speaks to you, the natural response to that revelation is you want to talk to Him. To inquire in His temple is a reference to prayer, to communion with God, to talking with the Lord. You see, the enemies may come against you, but you can talk to the Lord. Those closest to you on earth may forsake you or fail you or forget you, but you can talk to the Lord. David has brought all of life down to the greatest relationship of all, and that is his relationship with God Himself. And I end as I began. If you could choose only one thing today, what would that one thing be? A bigger house, a nicer car, newer clothes, a bigger bank account, an extra week's vacation, more money in your retirement account. I want to tell you, those things are all temporal. But there's one eternal thing that you can have today, and that is a life of worship lived in the presence of God. Make this the one thing you pray for and seek today. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.